And you ready? Ready. Steady? Steady. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome back to the Sailing Uncut podcast. Number two. I feel like we've done it. We've we, j- can... we hit two. We're just... We're winners. We're <laughs> should, we, should we just get stuck straight into Let's it? Let's get stuck into it. Okay. Starting with top stories. Top so stories. To, we've got two top stories this week. The first one is that we had an interesting run-in with our neighbor today. Well, he's not a neighbor anymore because we've moved. We moved. But... Our tender's back. We now have our tender back. So just for a little bit of context, in episode eight, we were taking the tender off the back of our boat and we were going to go store it at my dad's house. And while we were, while we were doing that, our neighbor at the time kept coming over and like asking if we needed help. And we we're like, no, we don't need help. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he ended up buying the tender and we were a bit skeptical about it. We were like, yeah, okay. Like, you know, because we, we, we didn't want it. Like we, we were pretty sure we wanted a new one anyway. We knew there was a slow leak in it. I told him all about that. I was like, yep, you know, just make us an offer and then it's yours if you want it. And then I was like, and then he, he even agreed on a price and I even bargained myself out of, you know, 50 bucks. Like I was like, no, let's, let's, let's bring the price down. Let's make it fair for everyone. And we gave him a co- a cover a pump and a petrol can all for free. Yeah, like the, the jerry it. can that goes in the tender, whatever that's called, with the mm. little pumpy thing. So we gave that all to him and we, Josh and I spoke about it later because we, we just had a bit of a bad feeling about it because we knew he was looked like the type of person <laughs> that if he had a problem. He's not, he wasn't exactly on like a, a fancy catamaran or anything like that. He was, yeah. So, <laughs> so we sold it to him anyway, did a cash deal and then today we, cause we've been away for a couple of days and then today we came back. And I knew as, as, the second I saw him walk up to us, I said, I bet he's going to ask for his money back. And he was walking back with a mission. So yeah. I like ran upstairs cause <laughs> when both of us get stuck in the conversation, oh. it just takes way too long. So Josh is down there dealing with it. And he, what did he say to you? Uh, he was going on about, there's been repairs. I'm like, yeah, man, I pointed them out. And he's like, yeah, but it's been painted. The whole thing's been painted. I'm like, no, that's just how Hyperlon works. It's like, it's, I know it's peeling off in that area but i told you you've got to get like a chap i think they're called and maybe cover he tried over. to use the wrong because you know how there's hyperlon and then you know he reckons that he couldn't find the leak him and a bunch of other guys tried to look for the leak they couldn't find it which means it could be leaking out anywhere which who knows whether it's accurate or not anyway he was going on forever and ever about why and he he dead set thought he was gonna have to fight me for his money back like he thought not fight me but like he thought he was really gonna have to try i'm like yeah. do you want your money back or like what do you want here yeah and he was like oh if, if i could get my money back i'd be stoked yeah, and, so and then like, at the yeah, end of the day, like, like I don't care, man. Like, he, like stop wasting my time. And like, we don't want to create enemies. We have to live yeah. here, and we know we're going to be here for the next twelve months. We have no idea how long he's going to be there for, but he's already been here for a couple of years. So at the end of the day, we were like, we don't want to create any problems in the boatyard. So we just said, yeah, we'll give you cash back straight away. Can you just bring the tender, put it back underneath our boat, and then we'll deal with it. So if you see it in the next couple of videos just sitting under there that's you now know why it's so annoying though because we had the the trailer here to take it away like it just now it's just more stuff that we've got to deal with you know yeah it is really frustrating anyway second story second story today is that we had um a person come around and quote us to get the mast yeah the the rigger came around he came knocked on the boat which was awesome um and we had an awesome chat to him he was really helpful um, everything he said was super easy. Like, cause we want to, um, raise the boom when we put it back on, we wanted to take all a few little rigging changes. Off. Yeah. And he was just super knowledgeable. He, he really knew what he was talking about, which was, I mean, not that I know what I'm talking about, but he sounded like he knew what he was talking about. So he was, he was really helpful and he was just, he was up for a chat and I think he's up to teach us stuff as well, mm. which is what I really 
and we asked like heaps of questions and he answered all of them like he didn't feel i didn't feel like we were rushed today when we were trying to figure out everything that we needed to get done and his quote was really reasonable as well because we've been getting a couple of other quotes and his has come in as the cheapest and it was it was a rough quote so it'll probably be more than the quote but that doesn't even matter and everything was just not difficult. It's like, yeah, we can do it next week. Like we'll get the crane in and it's awesome. And you know, like when we're getting quotes from other people, they're like, oh, but that doesn't include crane. So you have to organize a crane. I'm like, what are you doing then? Like you're just pulling the thing off. Like I could do that. So he was, yeah, he's super just like, yeah, he will sort everything out. So he's going to come early next week. Yeah. So like our rig's getting pulled off next week. Yeah. And the first off, they're going to take the boom off, get the sails off, just do all that sort of stuff. And then, um, and he said that we had to do that. And I was like, well, any chance you could help me with that, like we'll pay you for the day or whatever to come and, and help with that. Because like, that's something that Emma and I could do. I could get someone in to help, but if we just all do it and he does it, I mean, now he's storing the boom for us as well, because I mm. asked him to do that. He's going to store the boom for us with the main, which is awesome. And we don't have to pay any extra fees to store it. So yeah. that worked out really, really well. And one of the conversations we had with him is when we do the rigging again, should we have Dyneema? Yeah, because there's a few, you know, like um, Sailing Lady Africa, they've done Dyneema rig. A, a few people have kind of mentioned it to me and I'm like, and then, you know, th- whoever mentions it's like, it's so much stronger than steel, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe we could do Dyneema. I don't know. I don't know what the difference. Like, so you asked the rigger and then he was like, yeah, like he's done Dyneema in the past. He never really brings it up with anyone unless they ask for it because he says usually when he tries to have the conversation, the person's like, no, 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 I just want it done the old way that's always yeah. always done so we'd love to hear people's comments and opinions about Dyneema um, because we are still on the fence obviously it's mm. going to be a little bit more expensive I reckon we can get it for the same price though you reckon yeah I reckon so yeah we're, we're still on the fence so we'd love some feedback if anyone has any information about it or they have opinions because we'd love to try something new if we could like we don't want to just go back to how everyone does it if there's another our, way. I think it's our, our theory with new technology versus old technology. Like at some point there's, you know, it's like electric cars. At some point there'll be a, a there'll be a point in, drawing a line in the sand where you're not allowed to drive a real car because you have to drive a self-driving car. Like it's like, we don't really want to be on putting old technology on this boat because in five years, if Dyneema is the thing that all insurance companies say you have to have. It's so hard though. Cause you also don't want to be the test study. <laughs> you don't want to be out there in the ocean. I feel like sailing and the is the perfect test study. Like breaking. And then you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's why people don't use it for their rigs. So it's really hard because at the end of the day, like when we're testing these things, we're not exactly in hundred percent safe scenarios. Well, and we don't know. So like when we're, you know, he was talking about how he did a Dyneema rig for a, um, you know, that was another um, Roger Simpson. Yeah, 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 I assumed that's what he was meaning. And um, he was saying that the guy said it was just, you know, cutting through the water really nice. I'm like, well, I don't even know how this one cuts through the water. Yeah. Like, I'm not probably going to even know the difference. So whatever's the quickest and easiest, I think. But because the rig is going to be there for, you know, however long it takes us to do the boat, he can do it over that period of time. Or, you know, we can even help with stuff like that because it is just Dyneema rope. Um line rope i don't even know what i don't know what it is like i, I should learn know. what dyneema is before definitely need to do a lot more research on it but that's kind of where we're sitting at the moment but it's good because we don't need to make any of those decisions because no. the biggest thing is we've just need to get the rig off um and then we can just work on that as we continue yep. on with this project and that's what i was so stoked about about this rig up because he was just like yep we'll whip the mast off next week and we'll chuck it down there and come we'll and talk it. to me when you're ready to deal with it and because he pretty much does all of the boats yeah. in this yard. So I, I guess we it was just easy that he was the one coming around and it yeah. just made sense for us. Yeah. So I guess one of the main 
topics that we were wanting to talk about today is just the big old question of where do we start? Because <laughs> when the last week we've our vlogs, we've been saying two things that have been stopping us from um, actually really getting into the boat work is one, moving into our permanent spot, which we now have done. And a video is up on that about that. And then two, getting the rig down, which is going to happen next week. So once those two <laughs> Damn things, it, no more excuses. once those two things are ticked off, we, we got to start somewhere. So we were having a big chat today about, you know, what, what's the plan? And I think we kind of paused that conversation because we decided that we wanted to have it here. We paused we it because don't know. we've tried to have it so many times and every time we have it, let's just reenact how it goes. Why don't we start with this point? Oh, we can't start with this point because then we need to fix that. Oh, but we can't pull that apart because then we need to prop this up. Okay, well, let's prop this up. Well, we can't prop that up because we need to do this. Every, there's a there's a cause and effect and everything. Seems, it's just like this circular discussion about, okay, well, we could start here, but then we've got to do this first. But then if we do this first, then we've got to do this first. So, like, to kind of put that into more... Um, just terms that people can follow along <laughs> with what we've done at the moment is obviously as you've been seeing in our youtube videos that we've been starting on the starboard hull um one of the things that we're wanting to do with this boat is change the layout ever so slightly so at the moment the bathrooms are in would you say the middle of the hulls uh midship, mid-ship. yeah so then the mid i guess midship i don't know they're basically you walk down you come into the saloon you walk downstairs and the bathroom's right there so they're actually they're directly on the other side of the uh, daggerboard cases so we're wanting to move them right up to the front of the hulls on both sides. The bow. The bow. Um, so we're wanting to move them up there. So there's probably two main things that we're wanting to change. That one is one of them. And then the other one is in the saloon here. One of the biggest problems that we've had with this boat if is you're that watching the head this, height. You can see I'm touching the, yeah, I can't stand up. It's uh, And I'm really, really tall. And just one of the biggest pain points for me is that there is only probably one square meter section right at the door that I can stand 100% upright. Unless you've got your hair up in a bun, in which case you can't oh, stand. Oh, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. I can't even like put my arms like this to be able to put my hair up. So, And that was one of those design things that they did in the 90s. It, you know, they, they kept them quite low, kept the cabin tops quite low for windage to make them faster, basically. Mm. I, I think that was the reason why it was done, from so what I've been told. One of the big things that we're doing is literally cutting the cabin top raising it and then having front facing windows. And we're going to raise it by about 300 mil. So about 30 centimeters, your, your school ruler, which sh should give us enough headroom pretty much throughout the entire saloon. Cause like right here where we're sitting, we don't need standing headroom. We just need to be a little bit more yeah. comfortable, but then all of the areas that we're walking, we want to be able to have proper headroom. So the biggest problem, but, sorry, but doing that, it, raising it 30 centimeters above for those watching Emma's head gives you front facing windows. So you can see yes. out the front, which we don't have currently. Which just is so strange to me because I feel like we need to know what's going on in front of us. So that's one of the biggest things. So because of that, we now don't know where to start because we're like, okay, well, do we start from top down? Because if we were to start from top down, we would probably do the cabin top first, mm -hmm. except we also don't want that as our first project ever. Like, well, none of us terrifying. have ever done fiberglassing before. Yeah. So it's, and that's like one of the biggest projects, I think, is cutting this thing off and raising it up. So what we really like ideally wanted to do was just pick a part of the, pick, pick a section of the boat that no one would see that wasn't like, I guess, 100% structural and start there learning how to fiberglass and learning how the material is, all of these sort of things. But every time we try and pick one of those spots, we're like, but we can't touch that spot because we need to do 
100 other yeah. tasks before that one can get and, done. And normally if you were fixing a boat up, I reckon it would be, I mean, like keeping out hurricane damage boats and things like that, the, the broken area isn't that large. Currently at our, on our starboard hull, some of the damaged areas are so large, they actually spread out in multiple areas. Mm. So you're not just tackling one little area. You've actually got to really spread that out. And, and by doing that, you've got to rip out, I mean, everything's stripped pretty bare, but there's just, there's so many. And because we don't know, mm. because I'm not just hundred percent confident, we just don't know where to start. Mm. Which is the. And I, I think, I think we could start anywhere and it wouldn't matter. I think we'd figure it out or we'd start somewhere. And the other reason we don't want to just start somewhere is because if we start, it, I don't want to waste any time. Mm. I think time this year is going to be very valuable. Interesting you brought up time. I worked out how long we've been here for. What do you think it is? I know for a fact it's way longer than I think. Mm. <laughs> we've been here for a month. I was going to say two weeks. I actually was going to say two weeks. Four weeks. In three days, it's four weeks. So we're close to, what, two grand in fees? Mm. Just gone. Uh-huh. Shit. So that's the thing. Like, I was looking before, and, and we would always say, oh, you know, we'll get this project done really quickly, and it's four weeks has gone by, and I don't really think we have anything we to haven't show started for yet. it. We haven't started yet. I, right. I would say we haven't started yet. And scratch that. We do have something to show for it. We have a whole YouTube channel that we've started. Like, we are yeah. starting a business <laughs> as well as doing this. So I think once we start getting stuck into it, it will take six months. But getting stuck into it, I think th there's, a, there's a couple of months of planning that will go into that before we get stuck into it. And then I guess that's a, there's a, two problems that I can kind of see at the moment. One is that we need a section of the boat to be livable. So, you know, ideally we could just strip absolutely everything and then well, because, just pick a point and go. Uh, uh, because it costs, what, 400 and something bucks a week? Like, $400, exactly. Which is rent. There's rent in a big, nice house. Yeah. And so it's like, well, we can't really afford rent in a big, nice house and rent in this place. So, like, we're living on the boat, which means that we need to have some sections that are comfortable and livable. Um, so that's one problem. And then the other problem has now completely escaped my brain. It's where to start. It's... It, it, it's, we don't have the expertise and we are waiting for people who do have the expertise to help us. We can make that happen quicker if we pay them, but then that drains the bank balance mm. quicker. And, and I mean, the other reason maybe is what you were going to say is work. Mm, no, no, I actually just kind of been ignoring that little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> work? What is work? At some point, <laughs> that's going to catch up with us. Channel? No, at some point work is going to no. come and go. <laughs> that is a big problem. Oh, it's really annoying me now. Anyway, but living on the boat, that is like one of the problems. And that's going to come to a point where we have to make the decision whether we're going to just really rough it. Like once we get to, well, I mean, this saloon section, this is where we essentially live most of the time. So mm. once we get to this saloon section, we're going to have to, there will be a period of time where I I think this boat will be unlivable mm. because we want to just completely gut it and just do it properly. Yeah. If we were, if we we're just fixing little bits here and there, of course it would be fine. Oh, it's going to look like a completely different oh, boat. I can't wait. I cannot wait for you guys to see this finished boat. I can just, I can picture it here. I know Em can picture it too. And I'm just, I'm so excited. But that's. Just... So where to start is such a massive, um, it's just a massive question. Like I was just today, because one of the other things as well is that, we, because of the YouTube channel, we're having to obviously structure our days a little differently. And I said mm. to Josh today, I was like, I feel like, I, I feel like people are going to start getting sick of us just demolishing things. And I want to, I just want to do something different. Yeah. And I, and I, I think it's just hard just trying to, I guess the, 
the time that it's going to take to think things through and to create game plans. It's mm. like, how do we convey that to our audience that we're having to show on a daily basis what we're doing? Interestingly, I watched a video just before and he was, he was doing stuff, but it was a, it was a time-lapse over like a whole day. Mm. And when he, he was just a voiceover explaining it. And when he was explaining it, he was explaining really well how his thought process was going through the whole thing mm. and why he was doing it that way. And like, and I liked the idea of, uh, you know, cause th- like today I spent a good half an hour just sitting down in that hole trying to figure out where to start Yeah, that you can, and I was tapping on things and touching things and, and, but that like, if you're just showing video, that makes no sense. But yeah. if you're explaining what the thought process process is behind that, yeah. I think that might work. I don't know. I think, or we do the same thing in these podcasts. We explain the thought process and the thinking and the, and the planning in these podcasts Mm. I don't know, brainstorm sesh. No, I agree. And I, I don't know. I think what I'm just, we've just been doing a lot of cutting. And like I was saying to Josh today, like we just kind of have been cutting out these areas that we see a problem and we then just kind of move on to the next one. And we haven't been able to establish, you know, where the beginning and the end of that problem exactly is. So and it's still hard. complete unknowns. Because <laughs> you start, you, like you go super macro, micro, you go super, zoom into that one problem and then you go, okay, well that problem then causes this problem, then causes this problem. And you end up with, okay, the whole boat's fucked. Like, <laughs> you, you can just, no, you can look at one that. tiny little speck and then you zoom all the way out. Oh, you got to fix the whole boat. Like, Which essentially is what we're doing. Well, and we everyone says to us, well, that. where do you stop? Like there's some, yeah. like, we want to do it all. And I think that's the, maybe the difference between us and a lot of the other sailing channels out there is we don't really care how long it takes. We just want to get everything done to the exact way we want it. And because we're that's young, we, yeah. you know, it's like, this is the only time that we can do what we're doing. I can say that for exactly one more year. Yeah. I don't think that then is you're young. Not young. It's not anymore. old, but it's not young. <laughs> Definitely not. So yeah, I think tomorrow though, I just want to kind of do something that's not just let's cut this cupboard out like I want to just sand a wall or just yeah. just see another section of the boat in a different way would you say like something like taking the water maker out and dismantling that and getting yeah, that'd that be pretty getting cool. that like locker pretty much prepped mm, yeah that would be good because there is something we could do I was thinking about I don't know if you want me to talk about it here mm. I have a I have a cool little project idea for our first project Okay, let's all hear it first. Okay. This so would be great. There's some hatches. You know the hatches on the back for the back lockers where the mm. where the watermaker and stuff is? Like we could just take those hatches off, take them to the workshop, buy some fiberglass and some resin and, and learn how to fiberglass on some little square bits of wood. That's a good hatches. idea. And like we could do one each, there's two sides and we could see who does it better they're not waterproof at the moment, are they? No, they're like cracked in the middle and they're just awful. Yeah, I love that idea. So we could completely make new hatches, assuming those hatches are going back in the exact same spot and exact same size and everything, but we could make new hatches as our first fiberglass project. I don't see why they wouldn't go back exactly where they are. Unless we wanted to make them flush mount, like the fancy boats. The fancy boats. I don't know. How hard is that going to be? Probably similar level of hardness. Again, this is like, we just came up with all this money. Let's start there. No, sorry. We're going to have flush mount. It's going to be more tricky. It's like, no. We could, but one of the, the, that project could be turning them to flush mount. Because either way, we need a, f- a flat bit of w- something. And it depends what we're going to do, whether we're going to, because they're plywood with glass at the moment. If we want to do the thermalite stuff, the foam, the core plastic. Oh, gosh. Anyway. But that's a good idea. I actually like that. Or we could do the front ones as well, the front hatches. Again, d- is that going to change? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's um put a pause on that and see if that actually. Alternatively, I want to just go and get some fiberglass 
and some wood and start fiberglassing and seeing what happens. Oh, I feel like we've watched enough YouTube videos now that we would just... Maybe. Who knows? Maybe we're going to get and go, we can do this and we're going to completely stuff up a whole section and have to cut it out and redo it. Do you want to quickly talk about the um, boat plan dilemma? Yeah. So the boat plan dilemma. So this is designed by an Australian designer. There are plans. There are there are drawings. We have the study plans, they're called, which are, you know, the the side view, the, you know, base, basic, basic, basic drawings of the boat. Mm. We don't have the full build plans. The full build plans we can get, which is pretty good. Like, you know, for a home-built boat to be able to acquire the build plans, from the study plans, this boat was built pretty similar to the study plans. There are slight alterations, but I'm pretty sure he was pre- – because some – I've read online that some builders just use the plans as a loosey goosey guide. Like they're not exactly following to the letter, like a Lego set. Good. So just what you want in your boat safety. (laughs) So the debate we've been having is, do we buy the build plans, which are about four and a half grand, Mm. lot of money for, okay. Then two things. The first thing that I think is really cool is with the full build plans, I'll be out. I will be able to create a full 3d model of the boat. Mm. So every level, every in and out, we'll be able to do full 3d walkthroughs, like a full 3d model of the boat because we'll have all the dimensions. All the so we pretty much won't even need to live in the boat because we'll just see it in think about 3d world, virtual reality tours. Like it, wow. could, be, it could be, sick. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's the first thing, which is so dumb. It's not really needed, but it's cool. I think it's cool. No, I think it's cool as well. It's just, if that was the only reason for it, that's a very expensive 3d model. Very true. So the, the second reason is there are a lot of, they're not a lot. There's a few changes we want to make. There's one change that we want to make. There's one specific change that we want to make, which is behind Emma. If you can see in the video is the whole cutout above the bedroom. We're not quite sure structurally what that does to the boat. We think there's a possibility that the plans will tell us what that does to the boat. Mm. I'm assuming a surveyor will also tell us what that does to the boat, but the surveyor may or may not know. I've been doing a lot of research on the the physics of how boat structure works and, and I got I got down this whole rabbit hole. I ended up finding this academic paper on the the way catamarans work and the the bridge deck and the flex and all that. And it, it, there was a page, an entire page with a formula on it. So our our biggest problem is that the thing, the one thing that we're wanting to do that we're hundred percent needing confirmation if we can or can't. We have fifty fifty opinions as to whether we should or shouldn't. Do and it. those opinions vary. They're varying in credibility. Yeah. And, and what I'm, uh, you know, the research that I did, I don't, I, I, I find it hard to believe that a designer in the nineties had a page long formula and was going by the book scientifically on the, the, and then there's the builder of the builder even followed the plans. Like there's, mm. there's so many, um, things that could make that formula wrong that anybody who actually knows and says yes or no, they're basing it off an assumption mm. and so it's really hard to know whether what we're doing is right or wrong. If we have those plans, we will know whether the designer used some of those formulas or whether he, you know, he built, he designed cats for a long time, whether he was just like, yeah, well that worked on that cat. So I'm going to do it on this cat, but stretch it out slightly. Like we just don't know. And, and I think that's going to be my issue with someone who comes in and says, yeah, okay, you can or can't do that. I'm going to say, well, why? Yeah. And if they can't answer me why, Mm. it works both ways. If, if they say, yeah, do that, I'll say, well, why can, how can I do that? Mm. What are, like, and, and I'm going to try and learn the questions to ask. So yeah, I'm going to just try and find out 
we need to know the right answer because otherwise we're not going to have peace of mind. And that, so that one project that we need to do, obviously we don't need to do that straight away. There are so many other things that we can do around that, but that's just one of the biggest problems that we have at the moment is not knowing. And I feel like we need to lock that in before we then raise the cabin, do these things. Cause I think that that's going to have an impact as to on certain decisions yeah. that we make down the track. So we and have I, to somewhat have an idea as to if we're going to, go one way or the other exactly and and that to your question about the build plans it's it does i i it might help it might not help and for four and a half grand big cost of may or may not help so if anyone out there for whatever reason (laughs) i mean i guess there were a couple there were a few built in australia and there was a couple built overseas if anyone has the a chances. Roger Simpson designed catamaran is listening, please reach out to us because like, we would love to have discussions yeah. with other people who have this type of boat. And it doesn't even have to be this exact type of boat. I would love to just see the full build plans of a catamaran. Mm. Yeah. So definitely reach out to us because we are just so interested and we're willing, we're wanting to learn and yeah. we're just needing to start somewhere. So yeah, please do. Um, and also just so if you're wanting to, if you're not really keeping up with what we're talking about with like layout and the cutout and things like that, go back and watch episode nine. I just put together a little bit of a tote, a a tote. I put together a little bit of a (laughs) boat tour, um, of the interior of our boat, because a lot of people were saying that when we're in different sections of the boat doing work, they don't exactly know where we are. So check that out because <laughs> it's going to make so much more sense. Sorry. I love that you remembered episode nine. I have it down in my notes. Okay. I was going to say, I can't wait till we get to episode 733 <laughs> and you're like, oh, you're back in episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I did the interior boat tour. <laughs> yeah. I know I've got my notes. Okay, good. Well, Someone is prepared Someone's here. organized. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so hey, look, like, I'll be happy if we don't have crackle in the audio. <laughs> I feel like we covered that pretty well. The boat plans, the Just the where whole, to start. like, where to start. Yeah. So I guess we still don't have the answer to that question. Literally, I did answer something in my head today. Mm. One Helm Station. Yes. I think we've already confirmed that. Yeah, kind of, but I just, I, I fully ruled out having two Helm Stations. Yeah. So I think tomorrow, we're literally going to wake up tomorrow and the first thing that we're going to do is go and get some um, plastic so we can completely yes. section off the starboard hull. And today I by realized... default, that means that we're going to, that's where the work begins. Well, yeah, exactly. Because today I found like we just had an iPad there and there was just a layer of dust and we haven't even really done that much. Like mm. we've done a little bit, but not that much. And you don't realize how much escapes the fine little dust And we've escapes. had lots of comments about people saying, you know, make sure you, the PPE, like wear your masks, do all these things. And that's Something that we don't, we kind of neglect and understand how important it is. And I said to Josh today, I was like, it's not worth, you know, 20 years down the track when we have lung cancer because we couldn't be bothered putting a mask on. So please, if you see us not being, and obviously Mr. Face Shield was a joke, like, <laughs> don't, whatever. I don't know what episode that was, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mr. Face Shield was a joke, but if you do see us, please remind us because it's something that I just forget. Like, I, mm. Sometimes I'll have earbuds in and then I'll be doing work and take them out. And then, or sometimes I'll have, you know, a respirator on and just forget. Like, I'll just get so caught up in what I'm doing. Even Sophie, when um, we were cutting the poo pipe and Sophie was like, why aren't you wearing gloves? And she's a nurse. And it's just so funny because we do, like, we're like, oh, well, like, why would we a, yeah. <laughs> need to wear gloves? And yeah, I just think it's just really interesting. And I like it when people pull us up on those things. I also like it when people comment on the videos. So do that more. Please comment on the videos. It is making a significant mm. difference for us. And we're just really new our channel is so new it is really really helpful so i'm going to move on to the last segment which is what have you learned this week and because josh hasn't prepared anything i don't, <laughs> I don't have an answer uh, you go I first. Have an, uh, no we're just doing one a week remember you did yours last week and i'm doing mine this week 
I thought we both got to do it. <laughs> okay. Okay, what did you learn? Well, this week? let me go first. And you then go first. If maybe you have that'll time. T- maybe I'll learn something okay. while you do it. What I learned this week is how beneficial daily tasks are. Yeah. What I have learned is that just from doing this daily vlogs, it has meant that we've had to structure our days in a certain way and we've always have to set ourselves a task to achieve something because if we don't do something for the channel every single day, we're going to just fall epically behind. So I've just found that it, what it's meant is that we've had to set really realistic goals for ourselves. Um, and it's just been so good because we've been able to achieve them every single day. And I understand that we're only two weeks in, but I just, I just feel like that momentum is growing because every day we set these tiny tasks, which then in the bigger picture, make it just, work yeah can i say something i learned oh wait i wasn't finished oh sorry that. i thought you were finished i was just gonna okay okay sorry well it's all along the same lines i thought you were gonna riff off that i but was I'm riffing just gonna off keep, that no, i'm riffing off more a... notes i'm no. just saying okay, yeah, quickly yeah. about how important it is to cut out the crap really because there's so much fluff in the and you're not listening to me because you're trying to hold I've on to your thing. thing okay you say your thing no, and then i'll finish mine it's not funny anymore now. Okay, go. Okay, well, I learned that I'm not good at doing daily tasks, so I gave them to Emma to do. So now, Yeah. <laughs> also, with, in the last, like, two weeks, I've been saying how, like, you know, we share the editing, blah, blah, blah. He's given me all of the editing. Because so all of the videos that you this see is now why. have 100% been edited you by me. You got seven so, episodes ahead of me. Yeah. And all I had to do was put some little music on there. I'm like, you could do that so easy. So now, in all of the beginning of the vlogs, it's like, we share the edit. I do the rough cut. Then Josh <laughs> Polishes it off. And now the last probably four or five vlogs that you have seen, it has all yeah. been edited by so me. From so from here on in, he Emma edits 100%. Definitely just passed all of that workload onto me. Emma so edits. thank you for that. But what I'm trying to say is that what I have found by doing the daily work is that there is so much stuff that we do in a day that is just not important. So having to... Netflix. Yes. Well, Netflix, even YouTube, like... Just for all those sailing channels out there who see a noticeable drop in your views, it's because Emma won't let us watch YouTube during lunchtime anymore. (laughs) But there's there's so many other things though that we just do. I'm talking Emma. It's like no, you eat and then we go back to work. Like I get my ten minute lunch break and that's it. (laughs) We just decided that we're like, oh, we can do daily content. That's a great idea. Let's be able to figure that out. So we haven't even like been able to think about how work's going to fit into that. But all I'm saying is that it's just been really really good, and you know, it's that. 80-20 80-20 rule. It's like, mm. I feel like I'm talking too much. So no, okay, well, 80-20, you're right. It's like you do the 80% of, um, the 20% gets you 80% of the results. So mm. you, you find that 20% and you just do that. And and for us, it's those, well, for you specifically, it's setting those daily tasks and just knocking them out. Mm. You're far, you have such better self-control, better scheduling management like you just you're really good at just knocking out those daily tasks and for you that's the 20 percent. for you it's easy mm. and for someone like me it, it's it's very difficult and so like it's just it's that mixture of finding what works and just doing that and i think just having a sense of accomplishment every day because you've set yourself a task that you know you're going to be able to achieve and if you're having a really bad day if you just pick one small thing because at the beginning of every day it has to be planned what the day is going to look like so you know you can really create that task as big or small as you want depending on what your attitude towards the day is so that's what I've learned this week is just how I think it's just everyone should just have that something for for a daily goal that just keeps them continuing on well there's a I mean this is kind of on the same vein there's a something that Tim Ferriss does every day Tim Ferriss, my bestie. We love Tim Ferriss. Um, he, he makes his bed every single day because 
you can, you've accomplished something. You mm. tick it off the list. You've done something. You've achieved something. Okay, cool. You get up and you, you've made the bed. Awesome. Now what else can I do? Okay. You, you, then you tick off something slightly bigger and then mm. slightly bigger. And that those daily tasks, it's a snowball effect. You, you really, once you start, you know, it, it's one of the reasons why we went and played golf mm. the other morning because we were like, ah, oh, kind of, we're not sure what to do. We really want to kick start the day. Well, let's just go play, you know, a round of golf. And then like, we're ready. We're pumped. We're exercise, like we, you know, a little bit of exercise, like we, and I, I, think, yeah. I guess the, the, I guess flip side of that then where the problem comes in is that when you set a lens of it being so small, you forget to do your bigger picture, um, like problem solving. <laughs> and then you've been in a boatyard for a month and you haven't done shit. And then you're like, oh God, you look around and the boat pretty much looks exactly the same as when you pulled it out of the water. It's just some more open areas where you can see the rotten core where before it was nicely covered. So you didn't even know that the problem <laughs> areas were there. So I guess that is uh, the trap that you fall into and we just have to be mindful of, which I yeah. was thinking through today is that there's going to be this point in time where we forget to look at the bigger picture and because we're so focused on daily are there bigger things in our peripheral that we should be focusing on that we're just completely pushing aside because we're just going so gung-ho with this youtube channel so and, and that's the point where we have to reflect and go okay well maybe we do need to drop back from daily i mean i don't see I that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> i don't see that in the future but if it makes sense if the content's not good if we're not actually getting boat projects done because we're editing and replying to comments and all that stuff like we'll have to drop it back mm -hmm. at some point let's you know maybe heaven forbid we have to go back to work for a little bit and we have to you know actually kind of structure the days a little bit better so okay maybe it's five days a week content i i d definitely not think we're going to drop down to one a week that's not no, that's not, not what all. i want i want really in-depth content but it might have to be five days a week to allow us to do two days of no we're doing 365 days non-stop consecutive videos Get, said it here it, it is happening so i uh, i guess to end this podcast is please give us your comments your feedbacks what do you want to see are you happy for us some days just to talk to the camera talk through our thinking of a certain area that we're trying to work on or a problem that we're trying to fix you know we're just really trying to find that balance of the cool hey i've just cut this big thing out and oh no look at the shock value of that big scary problem as opposed to having to actually just sit and um come up with those solutions which is not as exciting to convey on the camera oh we just got to figure out a good way to do that and i'm announcing something right here that mm. emma doesn't know about mm -hmm. instagram stories if you want to be like 100% real time, I think for things like what you just said with questions, I'm going to ask questions real time on Instagram stories. So if you think you have some level of knowledge um, and you can help, I'm going to ask questions real time on stories. I'm going to say, hey, what do you think I should do here? And, you know, record that, post it to stories and see if we can get a response and see if we can get that. that mm. It's like almost like a crowdsourced boat. I'm really excited about that. I, I love that you just drop new concepts in the podcast. You just <laughs> well, it will also drop them like as in get rid of them next podcast if yeah. it works. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes because also just keeping in online with the fact that I now do 100% of all of the editing, Josh has put his hand up and said, hey, I'll do social media. I'm great at that stuff. So we'll I see. I didn't say that. We'll see how that pans out. So just make not sure go today. over to Instagram <laughs> and follow us to see if Josh actually holds up his of the bargain <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so that's it for me do you have anything else that you want no to say? i think that's good i think that I, I, let us know let us know if you're yeah. happy with these podcasts let us know if you if you can you actually let us know if you're listening to them if you know us let us know if you're listening to them on audio only or if you're listening to them on youtube um well seeming that they're only up on youtube 
I'm putting them on audio only tonight. Okay, cool. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, um, please like and share this video. It is really helping us grow our channel, um, which is just, we are so thankful for. Little, if you don't want to share this video, share the trailer. The channel trailer yeah. is a really good one to share because it lets people know in 40 seconds exactly what the channel's all about. Who we are and if they yeah. want to follow along for the journey. So thanks, guys. Thanks so much and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.